0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the official Candy Podcast. My name is Ron Kuchler. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Candy Magazine. I'm joined this week by my co-host, Lori Young, who we also refer to as Giggles. This is an edited version of a live broadcast we've done earlier today. We're going to join in a couple minutes in as we had some audio problems at the beginning.
1: He'll figure it out, right? Uh,
0: it's Bill. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but anyway, what I want to get started with, Lori, is that uh, I don't have you been on social media much the last 24 hours? Not really. Okay. So you haven't seen what I've been yelling and screaming about?
1: No. My kids have been sick. So it's been like, oh God, just pandemonium at my house.
0: Uh, what do they got?
1: Some kind of like nasally thing. Just, you know, how kids get when they go to preschool. They're like boogers run all over their face and they're in a bad mood and their face is all red. And...
0: Um, no, I don't know that because I don't have kids.
1: So. Good. You don't <laughs> want to know it. It's the worst thing <laughs> of having kids.
0: I really, really don't want to know. But so there was something that happened. What's my most favorite sport, Lori?
1: Um, Hockey.
0: Yes, you know it, right? And what's my most favorite <laughs> team? And what's my most favorite team?
1: Oh, obviously the Kings.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to try again?
1: <laughs> oh God, all right. God, the Rangers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Rangers. So the Rangers had a hockey game two nights ago. And, okay. and they were playing the Washington Capitals. Okay. And about, I don't know, halfway through the game, one of the Capitals goons, his name's Tom Wilson, Um, tried to break the neck of a Rangers player as he was down on the ice. He put a stick under the guy's throat while he was face down and punched him in the back of the head, okay? So the Rangers team jumped on the guy to pull him off of the Rangers player, okay? follow so far? Wow, yes. Okay. So in the process, I mean this guy's like 6'4, he's a big man, and and the Rangers are like Smurfs. Okay. They're like 5'6, five, 5'7. Five, okay. Okay. <laughs> so one of the Rangers Smurfs, Artemi Pernarin, who's probably one of the top five, six players in the league, jumps on the back of um, <clears throat> of this Tom Wilson guy to get him off, to get him off of uh, another player. Um, Wilson grabs him by the back of his head rips his helmet off grabs a glove full of his hair and slams him almost face down into the ice then he picks him up like a rag doll and slams him against the ice a couple more times and throws some punches at him the whole time the guy's without his helmet it's it's just by the grace of god that the player didn't crack his skull on the ice yeah all so far
1: yes and to be honest with you normally like this is what i love about hockey but that yeah it's way too
0: far Way too far, right? So you would think that there would be some sort of penalty coming down by the league for this sort of roughhousing, right? Yeah. So the guy makes like five point something million dollars a year, okay? Do you want to guess how much his fine was?
1: A thousand dollars.
0: Not too bad. It was $5,000. No suspension.
1: Wow. Wow. $5,000
0: Five thousand dollar fine, no suspension. So, Ranger fans and the league fans, like fans of all the other teams, went up, had a big uproar about this because it was just ridiculous that he got off so leniency without any sort of significant fine or any sort of significant suspension at all. And and it was furious. So yesterday, yesterday the Rangers uh, ownership. We thought it was management, but it turns out it was ownership put out a statement on this. You know, and first of all, teams did never you share that. What
1: did you share that?
0: I shared that. Yeah.
1: OK, I, I did see that.
0: You did see that. OK, so I'm going to read this to you. So first of all, professional franchises in any sports, they rarely ever say anything when the league doesn't take action or does take action. They're just quiet. 'cause they're a fair of the fine and stuff like that. Okay? Okay. So so, so yesterday they put out this statement and we thought it was the president and the GM who put out the statement. Well, we find out today that it wasn't, and I'll get to that in a second. The statement said, the New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that the capitalist forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's Dangerous and reckless actions cause an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by the NHL head of player safety, George Peros. And we believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. Wow they they actually called for the dismissal of the guy who was in charge of handling the disciplinary. This does not happen in professional sports. They do not make a statement like that. So myself, very passionate Ranger fans and all the other Ranger fans were like hands up in the air. Holler, holler, holler. Good for you, Rangers. Way to go. Yay, yay, yay. Thinking it was John Davidson, who's the president of the Rangers and, and Jeff Gordon, who's the GM, who put out the statement. So we're all excited about that. Right. We're like, OK, finally some stones. They showed some stones. So it turns out like, you know, so I'm following this because they play they play again tonight, the Rangers and Capitals. So it's all about what. what is the Rangers going to do to Tom Wilson? What's the response going to be? Right. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm following, so I'm following on on Twitter the hashtag N Y R, which is New York Rangers, right, to see, you know, what's going on, the rumors and gossip, and one of the things that's coming out from all the sports beat writers is that how the Rangers are eerily quiet on this, how they're not um, <clears throat> commenting. There has been no other word from the Rangers all day on this. You know, th- th- we would have thought we've heard heard something. They canceled their normal uh, morning c- news conference on the day of the game, so everybody's like, what's going on? What's going on? <clears throat> Breaking news like an hour ago, two hours ago, before we came on the came on the air, the owner of the Rangers, his name's James Dolan. He is also the owner of the Knicks. OK, it appears that he was the one who who put out that statement, not John Jefferson, not John Davidson and Jeff Gordon. OK, okay. and it, it appears from what, what's, what's being reported is that Davidson and Gordon were distancing themselves from the from the statement because that's just not their style. Which is why we were, all of us were really surprised that that statement came out because we knew that's, that, that's their style. So we knew if for them to put out a statement like that, it's how egregious it was, how dangerous a play it was. So, you know, we were like, yes. And so then we find out, you know, what's coming out today is that they didn't put out the statement. And the fact that they, wouldn't, they would not endorse the statement by the owner. The owner fired them today. Whoa. Fired. He fired the team president and he fired the general manager.
1: Oh, my God. I bet they're regretting every second of that decision.
0: Well, they don't believe in what the owner said and they have a difference.
1: I don't really get it. uh,
0: That's not their style. People have style. You know, Billy and I have different styles, right?
1: Okay, but. If somebody's trying to hurt your teammate, like, or your team, like you, I don't know. I, I guess I don't get it.
0: it, it well, it's, it's, it's an organizational thing. There's, 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 a, there's a, there's a perception or, and there's a way that you present yourselves. And so these guys who run, who run the team, you know, they're the people in charge of running the team. They don't believe that you go ahead and publicly air your, um, your, your grievances, you keep them in house and you take care of things in house. And obviously the owner who, you know, has left the team alone. The whole time he's owned it, which is why it's been great because he owns the Knicks as well. He, he, he's destroyed that franchise for the last 20 years until he finally put some good um, management people in, in, in charge and left them alone. And they've turned that franchise around. But he's left the Rangers alone and mm-hmm. just let the hockey people deal with it. Well, Evidently, you know, that's, you know, he's just not happy with these hockey people, their approach to certain things. And he decided that it was time for them to go. There's three games left in a year. He could have waited till the end of the season to let them go. You know, he didn't have to do it right now. Right after the statement got put out. Al. So right. it's. Uh, you know, you, you go from a, as Ranger fans, you go from a high thinking, Yes, this is great. This is a change in attitude, blah, blah, blah. And because you're, you're a big believer in the management to a low like saying, oh, my God. So the owner is now involved in this whole thing. So that's not good because we know who this owner is and we know how he destroyed the Knicks. And now he's poking his nose in the Rangers and he's going to destroy this team, which is, which is on the cusp of greatness beginning next year for 10 years. And he's going to ruin it. We just know it. So we're just devastated as, as Ranger fans and stuff like
1: that. Oh man, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're believing. There's the only good thing that might come out of it is the rumors that he's going to hire Mark Messier, (laughs) who is a God in New York to run the whole organization. If that's the case, then maybe that's the silver lining in it. But anyway, it's uh and maybe that's
1: his plan all along or yeah maybe it was totally but it's just it. kind
0: of curious timing and stuff like that and i just don't uh i just don't uh i don't get it so anyway uh so anyway on the world of sp- and one more thing on the sports thing remember last week when we were talking about my nfl draft picks yes and you were asking me how i was going to do and and i asked you what the over under would be for correct yeah and what did you say? I said the I, I said the over under was three. And what did you say? Two. Under, you said, right? No, I was meant two, right?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I got well. So here's two part answer. Okay. So there's 32 players who were drafted in a round in the first round. Okay. Of the 32 okay. players that got drafted in the first round, 84% of the players that I predicted that would be drafted in the first round were drafted in the first round.
1: 80%. 84%. 84% of
0: the 32 of the of the 32 people that I said would be drafted in the first round got drafted in the first round.
1: Wow. That's and not how, bad. What I'll take it. Out of. What? What is this out of?
0: Out of 32. 84 out of 32. So I got like 25, 26. I got like 26 right. 26 to 27 right. In the first round. Okay? So but as far as the actual spot, like the number that that like like who wouldn't pick one, who wouldn't pick two, blah blah blah. That's what we were. That's what we were um, actually talking about. Uh huh. I got four.
1: That's like not that bad, right?
0: better than three i told you the over under was
1: three (laughs) okay then
0: so i actually here's i learned some things first of all i got the first pick right which was trevor lawrence which everybody everybody in the world got that right the second pick i said would be zach wilson okay but i didn't have him being picked by the jets i had the jets trading the pick but i did have him as a second pick so i technically i got that correct because he went second even though i had a different team picking him right Right. Okay. And then I said that uh, the 15th pick would be Mac Jones of Alabama. And he was taken by the Patriots. Okay. But I didn't have the Patriots taking that pick. I had the Patriots trading that pick. But I did have Mac Jones going 15. So I got that correct. Okay. And then I had Craig Newsom going at number 26 to the Cleveland injured, Cleveland um, Browns. Um Which I got that completely.
1: Like, how did you do your research on these college kids? Like, so what what I
0: so what I did is there's all these different uh, experts out there who put together their draft boards. Okay, and so what I do is I go and I read them. Okay. I go and read their research. I see what they say, uh, and then I then I then if I don't know much about the player, then I'll click on the player player profile, and 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 then I then I look at the teams. What the teams' needs are going to be. You know, what what do they need? Where are they strong and where they're solid? And then I go with my gut. You know, and so that's how I do it. So, like, I think this year I looked at 10 to 12 different draft experts picks and what they were going to do, and then I um, then I put together my own mock draft based on that, and then also based on what I felt from what I'm reading that the team needed to address. And the fact that I got this Craig Newsom correct at number 26, and the, that's, I'm so proud of that, of, of all the picks, because that's so late in the draft, so late in the first round, and to get him correctly picked with the right team, you know. I felt I felt good about that, and actually, what I wrote about that is a lot of times I hedge my bets or I hedge my guesses. And so, what Craig Newsom, what I wrote is like Craig Newsom's going to go in the first round. Some team's going to take him. I have him going here. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just knew he was going to the first round, and so I just said, "Ah, oh, Cleveland's a good spot for him to land." So anyway, so that's all the sports for the week, uh, and. Uh, but we were going to do a, a Lori segment. So is there anything on your segment that you want to uh, address, bring up?
1: <laughs> well, if we want to talk about um, this whole idea of getting my body ready for this shoot. Yeah. I'm a real slow starter. So it takes like I have to like say goodbye to the foods so that I'm going to like leave for a while. Like I have, to <laughs> have a special like, you know, um, with French fries, for instance, you know, how like, all the different french fries and then say goodbye to them. Like, that's it. And then. Well, you,
0: you've always loved french fries.
1: <laughs> I know. So I had to like really say goodbye. So it's taken me a minute. <laughs> <So> this week <laughs> was actually my first week where I've even like really started eating healthy. No french fries, no alcohol, no. Like, I had a little bread because I'm not Cinco de to miles
0: today, no alcohol?
1: Well, it's been no alcohol, but today I'm gonna break a rule. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I have to support my fellow Mexicans. Um, that's just what I have to do. So, okay. Drink on Fourth of July. I'm going to drink on the fifth of May. All right.
0: Okay. So okay. All that's right.
1: just well, the rule. It's just hey, the rule. well, yeah.
0: Well, you got Two months, two and a half months to get get in shape. So
1: okay, fine. We're good. We're
0: good. So you you should be pretty good about that. And yeah. uh, I'm going to um, today is actually today's my last day of, of carbs.
1: Okay. Uh, See as we well. Understand.
0: I looked in the mirror and I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> It's like what? Oh my god.
1: You know what I have to I have to be honest, I think that that's what's going on with a lot of people because like COVID made us like okay, you're stuck in your house. You are not allowed to go to the gym and you are kind of depressed. So like we're drinking too much, we're eating too much and we don't have to see anybody and we don't have to put normal clothes on. So it's like we can wear sweats. We don't really notice how big we've gotten. I think it's happening to quite a lot of people.
0: I agree. I, I so. honestly agree. And I just, I was like, so disappointed. So I just couldn't believe that, you know, I don't go by scale. I just look at the mirror. <laughs> you know, go, oh
1: well, well, let's, let's make a pact. Let's work. What's on the pack? What's I don't pack? know. Let's. it's going to be like a loose pact.
0: <laughs> no, we're not going to. Yeah, okay. Uh, here's okay. So here's, here's the pack. Okay. okay. You need to be in candy and model shape for a photo shoot. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Okay, my fat my my pack is is I need to have a I need to have a flat stomach. Okay. Okay, and that's not a washboard abs or anything like that. That's just a flat s- stomach. Okay. Yeah, just you the, just
1: don't want to look like you're three months pregnant.
0: I, yeah, I just don't want to look like a guy <laughs> who's a who's a plumber who's bending down to you know whatever. So <laughs> that's all. Which which it is right now. So it's got to go. Another the funny thing is I'm looking at this and we've got these messages and I can't and I click on them and I it won't I can't see them. So it's just like. I don't. I don't know how this whole thing works that well. So, anyway, um, <laughs> so you know what? I want to, I want, I, I, God, Bill, you suck that you're not on this call because half of this stuff goes goes around him. Is,
1: uh, he, is he like texting that he's trying to get in to get in, or is he? just? I don't know. No. Oh. Can we call him?
0: No. I, I, I'm. I've heard more from Steve Scala and I've heard from Bill.
1: Hmm. Can we get Steve
0: on? No, Steve. Steve's got some stuff going on. He said so. So, but I do want to talk about crypto um, okay. with you again. I want to talk about your NFT as okay. well. So, uh, have you got into the crypto market yet? No. I'm okay. Like, so, so I'm here's cryptic. what I want you to do before next week. Okay. It's I want I I posted a link um, on my Facebook page. To set okay. up a coin, to set up a Coinbase account. Okay, I want you to click on that link and set up a Coinbase account. Okay, um, so it, and it doesn't cost you anything to set up an account. Okay, but you just got to take the time to to to. to, to um, to enter your information, okay? Okay. But, uh, or you can also open up the candy app and there's a banner added inside the candy app at the top to set up a Coinbase account, okay? Okay. So, so, uh, so since we've, uh, talked last about it, okay, currencies, these, these currencies have gotten even and create crazier. So, as you know, uh, from discussions that we've had, that, you know, there's a, there's a, um, uh, NFT marketplace that that bombshells um, is going to be launching, and that the and that the the currency on that is called um, Ethereum, Ethereum, and uh, and so everything's being based on transactions done in Ethereum. So, uh, so a week it's it was a week ago. Didn't we do it a week ago Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. So. a week ago the price of Ethereum to the dollar was 2672. Okay. Okay. Today it got as high as $3500.
1: Now, is this one the one that's not backed? It's like the Federal Reserve, or is this one? Okay, like this so
0: that's point? so I'm glad you brought that up because that's like the kind of the confusing. So last time when we were talking, when Steve was on here a few, few weeks ago, we were talking about NFTs, and then you brought in the whole cryptocurrency thing, and we started talking about fungibility and non-fungibility and blah, blah, blah. Okay. NFTs are non-fungible. Cryptocurrencies are fungible. You can I can replace one Bitcoin with another Bitcoin. I can replace one Ethereum with another Ethereum. <clears throat> okay. The backing of these currencies are backed by the blockchain, which which means that you can see the entire transaction history that takes place. OK. Uh, of the currency, um, unlike the U.S. dollar, which they just meant and meant and meant and meant and meant and meant and meant. So. um so you, you got to, you know, so that's not like it's not like cryptocurrency is backed by gold because nothing's backed by gold anymore. By the way, the US dollar is not backed by gold. So when cryptocurrencies aren't backed by a government, they're, they're backed by the, the, the blockchain you know the people who believe in it. You know, just like people believe in the U.S. dollar right now. Okay, right. so you just need to get out of that. You need to get out of that mindset of, "Well, what's it backing it?" Okay, as soon as you get past well, no, that, no, no, no,
1: but 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 remember how the Bitcoin like was was um, there was it was a set amount. It was okay, not-
0: okay. Yeah, that's what you're asking. Was- okay, yeah, there's there's a set quantity. So like Bitcoin, yeah. Bitcoin, I've it, heard, it, bit the, yeah, Bitcoin has a set limit of 21 million coins okay so the once 21 million coins are minted that's it there won't be any more coins
1: okay so the supply is well, the supply will be there's about,
0: not but as far as Ethereum. You guys are about. yeah but other other currencies other current some currencies have limits some don't
1: okay so okay. does the ethereum have a limit
0: that's a very good question okay um and I wish Steve was on the call to answer that question. So I don't want to give you any incorrect information. Okay.
1: Okay. I kind of um, think he was saying it was, but then there was like a third one that wasn't
0: called. Like, well, there's a lot. There's there, well, there's lots of coins, which I'm going to get into for a second with you. But I just wanted to bring that up. So, so earlier today, it got over thirty-five hundred. Now it's back down to thirty-four, thirty-seven. Okay. So that's in one week. Okay. Okay. In in one month, it's gone from one thousand nine hundred twenty-nine to what it is today, over $3,400. Wow. Okay. In one year, it's gone from $176 to what it is now.
1: So I should get some?
0: Well, no, I'm not telling you what to buy or what not to buy. What I am telling you is that there's some incredible opportunities in the crypto market if you can make the market, if you can make the right opportunity. I've been following it just reading up on things, and I, I, you know, and and so one of the ones that I just got into is called Ethereum Classic, okay, and it's in the symbol is ETC. So I just I just jumped into this thing a couple of days ago, okay. Okay. And um, it's gone from it's gone from sixty five dollars to one hundred and ten. It got as high as one hundred and forty nine dollars today. Wow. Okay, it's at one hundred and ten right now. So so I got in on that. Uh, so it's up 65% in a day. Um, it's up uh, 215% in a week, but I didn't get into it. I just got into it a couple of days ago. So, I mean, that's called ATC, Ethereum Classic. Um, so that's another one that's okay. doing crazy. Bitcoin, Bitcoin currently is at 56,903. Wow. Yeah, uh, a week ago it was at the same price basically, so it hasn't changed much. Okay, and then a month ago, um, it was at forty. A month ago it was at forty-seven thousand. I'm sorry. A week ago it was at fifty-two thousand. So. And like i said right now it's at 56 883 um <clears throat> so bitcoin's not exploding like it was previously that, that i mean it, it's a good stable you know slow growth i think moving forward but these other ones have more hyper growth going on so yeah
1: uh,
0: so we'll see what happens what happens there but i do think you should open up a coinbase wallet and i do think that maybe you should dabble in and steve i think steve is the better person to ask for advice on this you okay. know um, but i do think it's it's good i mean especially right now you're looking for a house and everything like that and you you get you get the you hit the right coin you would have a nice little down payment come from it so
1: yeah we're kind of giving up on the house thing
0: are you giving up on it?
1: I mean, I can't deal with like I've been outbid now on so many houses, and like I, I think I might have already told you this. My son was like, I had to tell him, you know, somebody outbid us, and we can't get that house. And he like threw himself on his bed and was like sobbing. He was like, I don't want to live here. So it was like, oh my god, I can't keep doing this to my children. Like showing them houses and then like telling them maybe we can get it and put in an offer, and then just not even close. It's it's just not. I don't know. For me, it's not sustainable. Like I already own. Own a home. So it's not like I'm like desperate to get into the housing market. So I'm just kind of going to like, I I'm actually on a 15 year loan. So my payment's very high and it pays down my, my, my principal. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to refinance to a 30 year and just kind of like relax and save some money and like go on vacations and go to Disneyland. Like we're, I'm already ready to go to Disneyland. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, but aren't you guys a little crammed in a little condo of yours? I
1: mean, it's 1200 square feet, which is as big as the houses we're looking at. But yes, the idea of having the yard was going to help a lot, but I, I just can't fathom spending an extra like hundred thousand on top of the, I mean, people are overbidding houses over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You told I me that
0: you told me that. So,
1: so I, I just can't, I can't do that. And I, I can't like go to the top of our, our budget. And like my husband's a general contractor. I don't know what's, what's coming. Wood has gone up like, like crack. I mean, it has gone up so much in the past. I think we talked about this too, in the past like three months Yeah. We did. W- It's just not, I don't know. There's, I, it's so, there's so much unknown and really the Biden administration, anything that they are going to do or have done has not affected us yet. So I don't know, like we're, we're still riding the wave of like bad orange man. Like we're still on that. Like we're still in that economy and I don't know how much longer that's going to last and what else is going to happen.
0: Well, oh. so so on so on the on the wood thing for a second. There's there's a couple of things that I've been reading and people who are informed have been sharing as far as why the prices uh, has shot through. Because that was the question I asked. I go, well, what what caused it? And people are like, duh, supply and demand. I go, I go, duh, no kidding. But why, <laughs> you know? And uh, so I guess one of the things has to do with the wood supply that comes in from Canada. There's been a, there's been some sort of disruption of that okay. uh, because of the because of the because of the pandemic and the border you know, uh, crossings and things like that. Um, and then the, the the other thing that somebody was saying had to do with the fact that there has been this bent up demand. And so now, now there's all this building going on. And so you have this incredible demand for, for supplies. And then, and, and then when you have your supply being reduced because of, of, of the pandemic, that's what's that's what's causing these prices to to shoot out of control. So
1: yeah. from and what
0: that's... I, it's a combination of things from what I understand.
1: To me, that all sounds very unnatural. Like there's a lot of people that are like riding high on their EDD checks still and on their like PPP loans, like small businesses. So people are kind of like able to like falsely survive right now. You know what I mean? There, there's going to be a point where the government cannot continue to give us this money, and then what? Then then what? Like, where is the other shoe going to fall? And I just I would rather be safer and have like a lower mortgage while watching like the plane crash than have like the highest mortgage I've ever had in my life and like having to get four jobs. And you know what I mean? Like, I just.
0: No, I, I hear you. No, I get you. I I can I, I completely understand. So. Yeah, so.
1: I'm just trying to make the right choice. Like I I hate this. I don't. I'm not a gambler. Like when I go to Vegas, I do not gamble. I I don't – I just – I'm not that kind of person. So this to me feels like a big gamble and I would rather take the very safest bet.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I got to tell you, crypto is not a big – I'm not a big – it's not a big gamble. Okay. It's a big, oh, big I'm
1: crypto. down to buy some crypto. I just okay, don't want so, a house
0: right now. Okay, the house. I got you. So, anyway, so I just want to get circle back to crypto real quick because we talked about your NFT, right? Yeah. So so here's what the NFT is going to be. It's going to be Lori's February 2015 Candy Magazine cover. There's a video intro where Lori says something like, you want to see magic. So that's going to be part of the NFT. And then as far as whoever winds up owning the NFT, uh, from the initial sale and keeps it for two weeks, you got to keep it for two weeks, you will then receive an invite to the uh, candy 10-year uh, anniversary party for you and a guest. That that invite is non-transferable, okay? And you'll receive an autographed copy of the cover from Lori.
1: And you'll get to meet me. Woo-hoo!
0: And, uh, and, uh, and you'll get to meet Lori. So, and that NFT will go on sale on an auction basis so you can bid any price you want. For it, pay you know whatever you want, whatever you think it's worth, and it'll, it'll be sold to the highest bidder. Okay, it goes on sale Sunday at noon Pacific Standard Time.
1: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday,
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday noon Pacific Standard Time. Laurie Young, and that will be the first official Candy Magazine NFT. And then How we'll be
1: exciting.
0: Yes, and then we'll be following that up with other um, um, NFT covers um, um, in the weeks following. So, and that's done in conjunction with Bombshells NFTs. And, uh, So that's where
1: they have to go to buy it?
0: No, they can go to opensea.io O-P-E-N-S-E-A dot I-O No dot com opensea.io dot okay opensea.io or you can go to candy.gallery candy K-A-N-D-Y dot gallery no dot com candy dot gallery and you can and you can you can bid on it there okay so those are two places you can done but this is done by a company called bombshells which we've partnered with to create these nfts for us okay and it's one of one there's only one copy of it there's not going to be like 10 copies or 50 copies or 100 copies made of this there's one copy that's it You'll, you'll be the only person who owns this copy Okay. So that's also important to know. Uh, Playboy launched their NFTs yesterday. Did you know that?
1: Nope.
0: Yep, they did. And they did very, very well. They already sold out.
1: Oh my God, how exciting.
0: Yeah. So, but they did quantities. They did like massive quantities of them. So, you know, that was one of the things that I found interesting is that they did these massive quantities of. So,
1: like, you could own multiples of like Tiffany or, uh, gosh, who am I thinking of?
0: Well you can think of Tiffany Toth or whoever. Yeah,
1: Tiffany Toth. So- yeah, but they
0: didn't they didn't launch every so they didn't launch like they did different things. They made they they were very artsy with theirs. They did they did one cover. The, the their nineteen seventy three cover, or there's a nineteen seventy three cover that they uh that they put out that is basically was is the standard for that set the standard for JPEG analytic jpeg um the algorithm. You know, okay. I don't know if you knew that or not. But there was, no. yeah, there, there was a Playboy cover in the 1970s that, that was used to set up the JPEG um, uh, uh,
1: algorithm? So,
0: algorithm. Yeah. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting fact. Anyway, so they they made that an NFT and it's only they only made one copy of it. And the current bid on that is $225,000.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Okay. But then they did other things, which are artsy. They're not covers. They're just photos of Playmates. And they did – so they did one like, like a puzzle where they put three main Playmates in a, in a kind of a puzzle. And they sold those um, for 5350 And they sold 30 of those um, on those. And then they did like uh, – they did this other one, which was kind of just they did like a they took a photo and they threw it back 200 years in time into like an old Turkish bath and made like an art thing out of that. And they sold like 50 of those. Um, and that those sold for like, uh, I don't know, like thirty three hundred dollars. Uh, and then they did one where they did a hundred of them where they just took a photo of and they then, you know, just a photo of a girl uh, holding her swimsuit top and it was like they did like 100 copies of those and and those all sold for like uh i think the 1900 bucks so they did all these different ones they did like five or six different uh nfts you know so and they all sold out you know so cool yeah so they didn't do like and so they're not like they did a lot of play they're not not really they haven't mentioned any playmates the puzzle has playmates in it that they talked about uh Oh, who would you know? Um, do you remember Kelly Monaco? Yeah. Okay, so she's in a puzzle. Do you remember Victoria Fuller? Nope. Okay, yeah, so she she was on The Amazing Race or something like that. She's an artist. She was in a puzzle. And there's another other one I never heard of, Kaylin Olson. Anyway, they took like these three playmates from the mid-'90s, and they put them in a puzzle, so... Anyway, oh, cool. Yeah. So anyway. So and then like does
1: the puzzle like move?
0: Uh, from uh, all, he, all he posted was, no, it's just a puzzle missing some pieces. You know what I mean? It's like you're putting a puzzle together. Yeah. So uh, so that's it was, it was kind of interesting. But see, here's the great thing about NFTs is when people buy them, they own it. So it's like, it's like when you buy a, a baseball trading card, you own it and then you can resell it. People are already reselling these things. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or trying to resell them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like on one of them, the, the, the market range is like anywhere from um, it's whatever sold for 3333 those are now going for anywhere from 10000 to $50,000 on the aftermarket.
1: Wow. And what's interesting about it is like with a baseball card if it's deteriorated it loses its value and there's really kind of like no way to track it. But like with this there's it's completely tra- traceable and it won't, I deteriorate. Feel like it won't deteriorate. I mean, it's it's very inter- it's a very Cover. interesting I mean, first of all,
0: they they own the only they own the only one of that. Nobody else will own that NFT version of it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's one of one. And it's, you know, as you know, it's the most downloaded, most downloaded magazine cover uh, or magazine issue of Candy. Oops, shit. Let me, let me get this really
1: quick. Sorry. I, it looks like Bill's on.
0: Uh, I don't see I see. I know it, it looks Yeah, he is connected, but he's not. He's, he's he, I don't know. <laughs> and he hasn't texted or anything. I
1: wonder if he's having trouble like I was. Did it ever say that I was on?
0: Yeah, it just says you're connected. It said he connected, but I don't know what happened to him but anyway. So, but with your case, again, with your NFT though, it's just like, it's it. That's it. There's one of one. Nobody else owns it. And yeah, that's the cool thing about it. You know, I just, I, I just yeah. think that's the cool thing. And then down the road, we're going to do multiples of, you know, whether it's 10 or 50 or 100 or, or whatever of different stuff. But this first one out of the gate is going to be this one of one. So, Anyway, I find that very exciting. So um, so the other thing I wanted to talk base with you about is the party. Okay, Because you kept asking me, okay. when's the party going to be? When's the party going to be? Where's the party going to be? When's the party, be? When's the party be? Where's the party? Blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. Where is it? When is it? Yeah, Where is exactly. it?
0: Exactly. Yeah, every week you're a broken record, right? Okay. So, And last week I told you, and you said, I pretty much sounded like you didn't tell me anything. And I said, know that's the purpose. Keep you confused, right? <laughs> so I try to do that. And um, So, here's the deal. So, I really, again, our Candy Magazine officially became a business on August 17, 2011, okay? Okay. We published our first issue August 31st, 2011 with Tiffany Selby on the cover. So, either one of those dates is our official birthday, okay? It's either the day that we were incorporated or it's the day that we published our first issue, okay? But that's basically the dates of our you know, of our 10 year. Okay. <clears throat> uh, it's, it's also close to Labor Day. And at the end of the summer, things get crazy. People are trying to get their vacations in before the summer's over. Right. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. And which hasn't been the case like this year or last year with the pandemic, but maybe this year it will be different. So, so that actually caused, sometimes could cause some difficulties to schedule an event and getting people to attend. So what we're looking at is, is actually hosting the event uh, after Labor Day. Labor Day this year is September 6th. Okay. So obviously that week people are just returning to work. So maybe that won't be a great week. So the following week so somewhere between September 13th and September 19th is is a okay. possible, probable date. Now it'll, it'll be it'll either be held in LA at a club if 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 the restrictions are lifted, okay? Or, ve- or, Vegas, okay. if the res- or, or Vegas, if the restrictions are lifted, okay. Um, or we might take a trip, and we're looking at either uh, the Bahamas, or we're looking at some someplace in Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. Wow. So, so those are the options right now that we're contemplating, okay, um, for the uh, for the candy ten year anniversary celebration. Preferably, we'd love to do it in the club again. We think it'd be a great way to bring back nightlife to L.A. or Vegas. it uh, be a great way to get everybody together. Obviously, we have a lot of candy girls and candy peeps that live in Los Angeles and live in Las Vegas. So uh, those would be the, the, the two easiest uh, ways to throw the event. So... Uh, okay. But I,
1: so again, we're pretty much telling. No, you I'm not,
0: telling right? you but that we're getting, we're getting closer. closer to an actual <laughs> date and, and location. So we're getting one step closer there, Lori. All right, all right. All right. Um. Okay. So I I want to go back to see. This is why I wish Billy was on the call. I want to go back.
1: Well, hi everyone else that's popped on. I keep seeing people. Yeah, well, the people on, are, so.
0: there are people listening. Yeah, but you, if you look at the co-host yeah. speaker, there's three of us, right? So and uh so he's not there but you actually have people who are who are popping on so um uh, uh, we get some people saying hi, hi okay uh so i want to go back to my hockey thing for a second and this is why i wish i wish bill was on the call so i wrote a column i wrote a column about what happened um with the fight it's not even a fight with tom wilson destroying the rangers okay I, yeah. I posted an article on candymag.com k-a-n-d-y-m-a-g.com um and uh, i posted an article about it was my just initial reaction to what what took place and my and i i focused more on the uh reaction of the fans out there because i was i was looking at the reaction of fans out there and i was really disturbed by what some people were saying okay and so i so i came up with a uh so I came up with a new term. Okay. So you're you're familiar with the term old school, right, Lori?
1: Of course. I use oh, it constantly. <laughs> you use it.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, because you're kind of old school. Okay, so Our so I say school. there's old school, <laughs> school fans. Okay, there's old in hockey there's old school. I mean that means that means we're an eye for an eye, two for a tooth, you know, you know, whatever. We play it old school, tough, rugged, yeah. fair hockey. You don't grab somebody by the hair and slam his head into the ice. Okay, that's not old school. That's just cheap goonery. Okay. So that's old school. But a lot of these fans out there that are like, I don't think they're, I don't know if they're men. can't call them men. They're like, well, if you go back at them, what's that going to accomplish? You know? So I I came up with a term for these people, okay? You want to know what that term is? New school? (laughs) Bubble wrap. They're bubble wrap fans. Okay. They, they can't go outside without bu- being encased in bubble wrap. Okay. You know, anything that could possibly cause any harm to them is a danger and it's not worth the risk. So, there's,
1: so like, I don't understand what these people are saying. Like what, what I just you told you what they're saying.
0: What's the purpose of fighting him back? What's, what's that going to accomplish? He's just going to do I'm it again. It. Like, they- You're not going to stop him from doing it. So why are you going to punch him? We don't want that in the sport.
1: But they're not mad at the initial beatdown.
0: No, they're they're mad at it. But they're like, so so what? I'm just gonna take my beating and move on. Okay, okay. okay. So and I'm old school. I'm old school. You, you know, you beat me, I'm gonna beat you. You know, I'm also old school when I don't have kids. But if I was if I was a parent, I'm old school when it came to the parenting. Okay, you know, I learned my lesson as a kid. I did something wrong. My dad beat my ass. I never did it again, ever, ever. And I also made sure I never did anything similar to it again. You know. So it's just a different way of today compared to back then, you know? And so these yeah, people go through I a definitely. bubble wrap, you know, you're just bubble wrap. Oh, okay. You did bad time. Now go sit in the corner. You'll learn your lesson. No, you're not going to learn your lesson. You're going to do it again because there was no consequences.
1: You know what though? I think a big problem is everybody's so Sue so happy. Okay. Like growing up in high school, I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, old school, like you say. And like, if you, punch me i'm gonna right. punch you back like if you touch me i'm gonna i'm gonna beat your ass but now i'm like way too old a and b i don't want to get sued so like if somebody was like like punch me i would obviously defend right. myself but i'm not like I'm no gonna, i'm like, not
0: saying for not adults to freaking get into fights and stuff like i'm talking about talking about professional sports and and the reaction to and you how people react to things and stuff like that but you have a right to defend yourself i
1: mean kids on the schoolyard they can they can't fight anymore like a kid pushing each other down like Oh my god Lori, growing up as a kid grew up as a
0: kid in Sunnyside Queens in New York my my I had a neighbor who lived across the street from me his name was Anthony I don't remember his last name okay Anthony and I would have a fight once a week okay once a week, we'd be out there in the middle of the street brawling. Parents would come out and, get, and pull us off of each other. One, one year it got so bad that we were swinging shovels because it was a big snowstorm. We were swinging shovels at each other. But the next day <laughs>
1: – See, that's where it gets <laughs> we're, we're
0: 9, 10 years old, OK? You know, so – you know, and the next day we're out there, best buds, playing football or hockey or stoop ball or – you know what I mean?
1: You know what's funny? Men can do that. Like girls that you fight? Oh, Oh, I know. It's like, Like, do you ever see that Friends
0: episode where they, they try to fake fight? You never saw a Friends episode where the guys were – I don't know who it was. I think it was uh, Chandler and Joey were fake fighting. And the girl's like, how can you do that? I mean, you guys are just so phony. And they're like, oh, we can just do it. And they're like, you, you guys can't do it. As soon as you guys start doing you start pulling hair and it turns into a real fight. And the girl's like, no, it's that's not true. And I, I don't know who it was. I think it was Monica and Rachel started fake fighting. And all of a sudden, they're pulling hair and trying to gouge each other's eyes out. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> That actually happened to my cousin and I. We were like going to pretend to a fake fight. Next thing you know, we were fully brawling like – down the stairs it's true girls can't handle like girls can't handle anything like that girls just can't joke like that girls are not fun and we're sensitive everything hurts our feelings we take everything personally men are just different they're better in that sense
0: no you're right they are um
1: that might be the only thing that men are
0: <laughs> Okay. Is that, is that what it is? Hey, we we got a request to call in. and we appreciate that. But so we're not yet taking callers on this podcast we're not quite set up for that. But next week, you know, come back next week at the same time and uh we'll maybe we'll bring in some live callers next week. So but we appreciate people.
1: Oh fun people
0: can request Yeah, people can request oh, to call fun. in. We just had a request to call in. I just I just want to let the gentleman know that we appreciate that, but we're not quite ready yet. So next week though, um come back and um and maybe we'll have Billy with us, um, and. and- and, you know, you can call in, you can call in then. So, but yeah, you're right. So anyway, okay. so I have, I have this, I have this term for these people I call them bubble wrap fans because you know what, they're just afraid to offend somebody and they don't, it's not going to make any difference if you don't do anything. And I just don't get it. You're, you're bubble wrap. I actually posted a, you know, I'm very active on Twitter, Ron Kuchler. I'm very active on Twitter. And I actually, somebody made a comment. So I replied to them and I said, here's some bubble wrap. And I posted a friend's meme of a, uh, Joey's head wrapped in bubble wrap with Chandler punching the bubble wrap. You know? I <laughs> know. So it's just like, come on, here's some bubble wrap for you, people. You know, and then I see a lot of these women also commenting, oh, you're not going to do anything, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy's like, I don't want my seven-year-old son watching hockey and a fight breaks out. And I said, well then, oh I know. Well, I said, make sure your son doesn't play any video games. Then, when he grows up, either if that's the type of dad you are, make sure that he doesn't ever watch a boxing match. Make sure he doesn't ever watch UFC, and just make sure he doesn't never turn, turns the TV on when you're not around. Oh, make sure he doesn't go on YouTube or 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 anything. You know, if that's the kind of parent you are.
1: Or like, yeah, just just you should probably just blind him and like...
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just put a, have him go through life with a blindfold <laughs> if that's the kind of parent you are. You know, because you can't, you can't hide the stuff from them. You, know? no. you know? No. So, anyway.
1: I just want to explain it as best yeah, you can. And, and you do but, a good I mean, thing.
0: So, uh, so, I have actually one last thing, Lori, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. I and mean, I, You know what? I had a whole set of Candy Jeopardy! good to go this week, and that was the first thing I was going to do with you and Billy, and he's not here, so... Got to do it next week, so.
1: Okay. And you know, I was really. Well, I'm terrible. I was terrible really happy though, at, the, so.
0: at the at the the questions that I uh. Actually, I'm gonna, You know what? I'm gonna ask you a question, and because I, I want to see, because it's not gonna be relevant next week. Okay. Okay. Ready? Here's. So this would have yep. been this would have been the sports category for 100 points. Okay. Who okay. did I just say deserves a suspension in the NHL?
1: Oh man, I can't think of his name. Like, see, you're not on.
0: listening. See.
1: So many facts. How could you remember? the you, names? Yeah,
0: if you if you're a good listener, you would have remembered.
1: It was okay. It was against. There was a lot of names. I mean, think about it. You had like a John and a John and a Jeff, a Jeff. Those are the owners, right? I mean, the managers. Like, come on. I'm I'm listening. I'm trying.
0: <laughs> it was Tom Wilson. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I never got the Rangers.
0: Like, story. So that was that was that was that question. And I think I also had one on that on the candy bowl. Uh, let me see if I see it here. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this would have been under the candy bowl for 200. Give me one name or title of who I said was just fired by the Rangers.
1: Jeff or Jeff. That's
0: the first name.
1: <laughs> okay, John. you got them both. I, I should three. say, we one
0: full name.
1: <laughs> okay, I got all three first names and zero full names. I mean, not as bad as
0: <laughs> John Davidson was the president. <laughs> Jeff Gordon was the president. Uh,
1: Jeff Gordon. Jeff I Gorton, got that Gorton, Gorton,
0: G-O-R-T-O, Gordon. Gordon. and Jeff Gordon was uh, the general manager. Okay. So, but Lori, there. I'm impressed. You that because I kept saying those over and over. I would hope that you would remember, remember those. Like, so <laughs> anyway, okay. All right. So, last thing we wrap up this week because I just think
1: I already forgot his name.
0: Again. <laughs> Tom Wilson.
1: Like Tom. Tom. Tom, okay.
0: Tom, Tom. Tom Wilson. Okay. He's the guy that beat up the Rangers. So here's the last thing. Okay, so here, we're we're going to close on this. We're going to close on music. Okay, which is why Billy right. should have been with us. But okay, but we'll just skip Billy's part. Okay, um, what is your favorite '80s song?
1: Um, <clears throat> shoot. I want to say pour some sugar on me, but let me think for a minute because, like, there's some really good 80s songs.
0: Well, that's the all-time greatest stripper song, I've, and I think we've already covered that in the past. Yeah.
1: We have. We have. Um, I really like The Cure.
0: Really? Really? Yes. Did not know that about you. Really. You do not strike me as a Cure I'm, girl.
1: I'm a huge Cure fan, and I think he's, like, the coolest guy. I think he's so funny. Wow,
0: Robert Smith, huh?
1: Um. So, yeah, I'd probably go with Pictures of You.
0: Pictures by The Cure? Yeah, I I love Love Cats is is is, is my favorite is my favorite mm-hmm. cure song. Okay, that's the,
1: and Forest is, uh, so good. is definitely my
0: favorite Love Cats, but but my my all time favorite favorite song, uh, you know I can be pretty intense, you know that, right? And very emotional yeah. too, as you know. So yeah, um,
1: same.
0: So yeah, you
1: because know, we're Aquarius. Uh,
0: I'm, oh I'm no, you're Pisces. not. I'm you're Pisces. Pisces. So 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 I'm all about passion. You know, I'm very, 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 um, you know, I, I let that, you know, drive things, stuff like that. So, so to me, there are several songs, but to me, my all time favorite song of the 80s, and it's probably one of my all time favorite songs ever is Anything, Anything.
1: Anything, Anything. Who does it?
0: You know that song. Don't you know that song?
1: I'm yeah, I do. It. I'm, I'm just trying play to play it for you
0: right now because I just think that uh, that that is like my all-time most um, favorite song, and uh, and I just like it could go on. I'll hit repeat for an hour straight on the song. You know, if I'm in my car and I'm driving from you know Orange County to LA, I'll put that song on, and it might be the only song I listen to the whole time.
1: Yeah. Oh my oh, God! I know, right?
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's just how. Um, it's you know, it's by drama rama. So. It just describes relationships yeah. that I've had. <laughs> what did I do now? Just tell me. <laughs> Don't play games.
1: That is a song that my dad used to listen to quite a lot. Your I dad
0: heard. listened to this song?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, both my parents. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's, it's it's just, you know, it's, it's such a great song. It's like, what the hell did I do?
1: <laughs> and what do you want? Do you want to eat? Sleep? Like, yeah, just want? tell me. Tell me what you want. What do you want from me?
0: <laughs> it's my all time favorite. It's 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 definitely my. I mean, I, you know, I'm a big Springsteen I love Born to Run, but but that song. uh I, I just I, I, it just popped up for some reason today on my iPhone and I just started listening to it and I'm just like I'm gonna ask these guys today about this but but I do love The cure I'm a huge I was a huge cures guy um, back in back in the 80s and uh, and I, I love love cats and I used to go we used to go when I lived in Denver we used to go to a, a downtown and it was a band, and they were they were uh, they were like a, a cure um, type. Music cover band, and they called Elik Pink, E L I K P I N K, Elik Pink. And uh, anytime they played, we, tr- we tried to go and watch them because they were they were just so good. So anyway. Um, anyway, so I guess that's it for the week, uh, people. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, Billy couldn't join us because we wanted to talk about his band, uh, Sons on Fire. They have a new song coming out called Just a Man in a Couple Weeks. And their last song, Faded, made it to number 28 on the Billboard Rock Charts. And, um, and we thought it would be great to... Uh, to catch up with Billy and then find out if they're going on tour or, or anything like that. But uh, unfortunately, I guess we had some technical t- difficulties and couldn't get him to join the podcast this week. Um, but we'll be back next week, and we I have a, we have a great round of Candy Jeopardy. I got to, these are some good questions, so I'll have to come up with a couple of new sports questions here. But uh, but for Candy Jeopardy next week, it's going to be a pretty amazing stop. So uh, we'll try to do this every week around two two thirty. Um, Pacific Standard Time, and we hope to, that you'd come back and, and listen again next week. Uh, Lori, you got anything you want to say in closing? Yeah.
1: Um, we'll do better with this. Um, be, this is like a totally different format than we're used to, so I, I think maybe people... Yeah, sure. true.
0: Yeah, because normally but... what we do is, guys, we record it and then we post it. We don't go live, and so you know there there just seems to be some difficulties when, when you first sign into this service and you try to go live, it's just not, it's not syncing up properly. So that's why we're very disjointed. And if, and if you're, if you know anything, if you're trying to plan something and all of a sudden everything gets out of whack at the beginning, it takes you a while to get back on track, you know? So that's, yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, better. Get better. We'll be better. Like we, we appreciate our listeners and, uh, and we'll definitely have a candy girl come on next week. Nikki was in Miami this week. So that, that was, you know,
1: I you saw know, that so you were looking hottie, having a birthday. A
0: hottie body. <laughs> so, um, all
1: right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Yep. thanks
0: everybody thanks listening. I look us. forward to uh, sharing hopefully more news next week about the how Laurie's NFT is going and uh, and and then when the party would be. So again, you can go to uh, open OpenSea to bid on it beginning Sunday at noon Pacific standard time, or you can just go to candy.gallery and and see it there, but you'll still have to sign up for an account there as well to, to, to to bid on it and, um, and exciting times. Awesome. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Take care. Bye Lori. All
1: right. Bye.